0: As we gear up for next season with Zion Williamson back in the fold for the New Orleans Pelicans, let's get this out of the way right now. Yes, Zion and Brandon Ingram can play together. I'll explain why in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here we go on this Thursday, slightly late on the show, traveling for work, but I wanted to talk about this because you're going to hear this a lot. Zion Williamson can coexist with Brandon Ingram. They can play together. In fact, they've done it and people are going to forget about that. And I'll explain why in just a second. But thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, whether it was Summer League, the draft, free agency, and now looking towards next season, which promises to be an exciting one for Pelicans fans. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast, tell a friend about the show, and leave a five-star review with a comment. And of course, comment down below. Question today, can Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson play together? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. Why for yes and for no, whatever kind of comment you want to put. Helps keep the show in free and five days a week for you. all No paywall or anything like that. Don't forget, live show tonight, 6 p.m. Central is when we're going to be doing that. We do these every Thursday when there's not, you know, the draft or something. Live show on Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. uh, And it will count as Friday's show and there'll be a bonus weekend episode after missing Monday's show as well while we're still five days a week for you all. So can Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson play together? I've covered this before. This is a topic I've done multiple shows on, but you're going to hear this at some point, probably at the beginning of the season. Definitely the first sign of like trouble during the season for the Pelicans. If there's a three game losing streak, which is somewhat normal to have happen in the NBA. The second that happens, this question is going to come up. You know, and it's gonna be disingenuous to a certain degree. And that's why I want to tackle it in today's show. There's you can't say Zion wants out, right? Or Zion's gonna force his way out after he just signed that extension. He's under team control for six more years. It doesn't work like that, right? Like that narrative is put to bed. That's why I've told you all to take a victory lap. But the media You know, if they want to be disingenuous, if they want to take shots at New Orleans. And while I don't really care what they say, right? Because they don't actually impact anything. For whatever reason, there are people that just like like to take shots at New Orleans. And it's fine. Whether they just feel like it's an easy target, right? I host our Locked On NBA show and I take shots at the Knicks all the time. All the time on there just because it's kind of easy to do. I find it funny. Maybe that's the same reason these other media people think to take shots at New Orleans. But at least like the Knicks aren't good. At least Thibodeau is a rough coach at times and probably should be fired. So I think when I say these things, you know, there's some semblance of truth to it. You hear people, though, when it comes to the Pelicans, really take shots that are like not grounded in any sort of reality. So the next one, now that they can't say like Zion doesn't want to be there, Zion wants out, blah, 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 is probably going to be. Well, he can't play with Brandon Ingram, so you need to trade one of them. They're probably trying to find a way to trade both of them in some capacity. These two don't work together, right? They can't do all of this. It's 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 BS. It's complete BS. And it tells you that that person has not watched a ton of basketball or really watched Brandon Ingram because this is more about him than it is about Zion Williamson, right? Zion's going to come back and Zion is still going to be Zion. This is the guy, we'll talk about him more in the third segment, who two years ago, in 61 games, which is pretty healthy before they just shut him down because they were out of the playoff race, averaged 27 points per game, 7.2 rebounds, 3.7 assists, and shot 61.1% from the field. Basically, just an insane number. Almost getting the line nine times per game. Zion going to be Zion. Brandon Ingram is the one they're really worried about. Here's the thing. Brandon Ingram, over the last three years, his three years in New Orleans, has been remarkably remarkably consistent. First year in New Orleans, 23.8 points per game. That was Zion Williamson's rookie year, where Zion only played 24 games. 23.8 points per game. He was an all-star, most improved player that year. Next year, where Zion put up that 27 point per game average, played in 61 games. Brandon Ingram also played in 61 games that season. 23.8 points per game. The literal exact same points per game with Zion and without Zion. Yeah, that's remarkably consistent, right? Last year, no Zion at all in a very different role for the team. Twenty-seven, uh, 22.7 points per game. He was off his points per game from the previous two years by less than a point. Oh, and his assists jumped up, right? His If you look at all of his numbers, they're just basically the same. First year in New Orleans, 4.2 assists. Second year, 4.9 assists. Third year, 5.6. We'll get to that part in the next next segment here and a couple others as well. His shooting percentages is three years in New Orleans, 46.3%, 46.6%, 46.1%. The dude is remarkably consistent as a player, no matter the variety of different roles that he's taken on. First year without Zion, basically, only 24 games, right? The go-to scorer had to kind of do everything for this team. And it was fine. He went out and he scored and he did his thing. Second year, right? With Zion back. Okay, we got to adjust. I'll play with him. Still managed to go out and score. It wasn't like it dipped to like 16 points per game or 18 points per game. It was, it's fine. I'll play a different role. I'll get my shot off from different spots. And that's what happened. And he still was literally the exact same guy. And then last year, right, no point guard or anything like that, really. He had to kind of take on the large role of kind of creation and playing all of those different sides of it and creating for others. Cool, I'll still score one less point per game than I have been, but average almost half an assist more per and jump that up closer to six assists per game while committing more on the defensive side of the ball. Three different years in New Orleans, three very different roles that he's had to play. You put this dude with anybody, and he's going to be able to go out and score. So whenever people are saying, oh, I don't know if he can coexist with Zion. That's not going to work. Garbage. Garbage. Because he's shown it. And if you cannot see that, it means you haven't been watching. And then the numbers bear it out, right? You just got to go to basketball-reference and see he's been the dude, the exact same guy that can go out and score. It's coming up. Let's talk about Zion back, though, and what that does for Brandon Ingram and how things will change for him, actually for the better, in one key area three point shooting. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. I was just on the road. I ate one of these things every single morning. I had one usually in the afternoon, too. Uh, They're they're delicious tasting protein bars. I just got a couple of the new samples in. They had a s'mores puff bar. I already ordered a box. I I ate one of these and they were that good. These things, these bars, these puffs, they taste like candy bars. You're not going to believe you're eating something healthy for you, but they are healthy and that's what makes Built Bars so fantastic. One of the new flavors, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff Bar. These are delicious. The Coconut Brownie Chunk is the best flavor they've had. And now they've given it the puff treatment, which is deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy f- uh, cloud of coconut brownie goodness, except that it's healthy for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and all delicious. And they're only gonna be here for a limited time. So go to built.com use your promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Bilt.com. If you're ever gonna give them a try, the coconut brownie chunk puff bar absolutely the one or the s'mores puff bar absolutely that the, the the puff is protein infused marshmallow it's good for you collagen protein which your body absorbs quicker has tons of other health benefits as well so go to built.com use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order and thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here and free wherever you get your podcast. Monday through Friday. We'll drop down at one point to three days a week. And don't forget, we have the live show at 6 p.m. Central tonight. I'm excited about it. I know you're going to be excited. I'll be there to answer your questions as well. These have been so much fun. I'm looking forward to discussing Zion, Brandon Ingram, and all of that in tonight's live episode of Locked on Pelicans, 6 p.m. Central. And now for your second listen, which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Locked on, it gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the oddsmakers at betonline.net. Starting on the Locked on NFL podcast this week, wherever you get your podcast in YouTube, you can check it out. All right, today, we're talking. Can Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson coexist? I'll save you if you don't want to listen to the rest of the show. Yes, absolutely they can. There's no question about this whatsoever that these two guys can coexist and are going to be great together next season. And with Zion back, it's going to open Brandon Ingram up even more, especially with what he's added to his game over the past year. Zion is the biggest offensive focal point in the league. He's the biggest offensive focal point in the league with what he shoots, particularly at the rim, which is the most second, most efficient shot you can get in the league. Teams are terrified of his scoring ability down there. And because of that, right, I'm trying to find his field goal percentage at the rim. It's 70% um, to the one season he played 61 games. That's an insane number. 70% right that's the equivalent of a guy shooting above 40% from three I could do the math right now But I'll I'll spare you so when teams are out there and they're trying to figure out who to guard They're going to double team the guy that shoots 70% at the rim. that means more open three-point shots for New Orleans This is big then I did a show on this towards the end of the season. Maybe it was at the beginning of the off season. New Orleans struggled with three-point shooting last season. They absolutely did. Part of it was the shots that they were taking. And they weren't taking particularly great threes. It was a lot of off-the-dribble threes, less catch-and-shoot threes, because, well, teams didn't respect anyone other than Brandon Ingram, and eventually C.J. McCollum when he arrived to be able to score on the interior. So it led to New Orleans taking a lot of high-difficulty threes that they're not particularly great at. You know, CJ can shoot off the bounce, off the dribble, but no one else really could. Even, you know, BI's not the best there in terms of threes. Well, you add Zion Williamson back into the mix, and it means less off the dribble threes and more catch-and-shoot, because when he's driving to the basket and they double-team him, that means someone is open. And if that someone is on the three-point line, teams will leave that guy open. As I've said, you don't get more shooters in New Orleans, on this Pelicans team to space the court for Zion Williamson because it isn't going to happen. Teams will, will, will double Zion and leave an open three-point shooter. Simple as that. You need to get shooters that make teams pay when they double Zion. Not to create more space for him because unless a guy's shooting 50% from three and that's not going to happen, you're not going to get more space for Zion on the court because he's that good at scoring at the rim. You know, any other player? Yes, absolutely. Zion, No. So you need shooters to make them pay. Those are catch-and-shoot guys. That's something that Brandon Ingram is better at. In his time in New Orleans, three seasons, he shot 37% from three. First year, 39%. Second year, 38%. Last year was a down year for him, 32.7% from three. Because teams could key on him. He wasn't getting the same catch-and-shoot looks that he was before. And so he had to try and just dribble, 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 kind of move to the side, the left, the right, then just kind of rise up and shoot over a guy for three. And that's just not what he was great at. When you also factor in that he was having to create a lot more for others while still scoring and committed on the defensive side of the ball, that's a lot of energy. It might mean your three-point percentage goes down. Well, with Zion back, dude's going to get a lot of catch and shoot threes. A lot of catch and shoot three point opportunities. So I would expect to see that three point number for him go up. And when these two were both healthy playing last time they were on the court two years ago under Stan Van Gundy, right? Pelicans had the 12th best offense in the league. There's no reason you can't get back to that. And as we talked about last week, potentially become a top five offense because of all of that, especially with some of the rule changes. So while the Pelicans struggled in the half court last year big time and you could see it in the playoffs when they weren't getting out in the fast break in transition opportunities to run, that's going to be alleviated this year. Because you'll have Zion creating a lot. You'll have Brandon Ingram creating a lot. And BI is only going to become a more efficient shooter again with the addition of Zion Williamson back into this lineup and playing a huge role for this team. So yeah, again, it says... They can coexist. They're going to be really good together. I have no doubt about this. You're about to see maybe an even bigger breakout year for Brain Ingram than what we've already seen from him because he's going to be back on the court playing alongside Zion Williamson. And the three-point shooting should get significantly better next year just based on the type of looks that he's going to get, the type of three-point attempts that he will be taking are going to be better. So this offense next season should be terrifying. And then Zion's still here, right? So let's talk about it. Let's flip it. We just talked about how Zion's going to help Brandon Ingram. What about the other way around? Because that works too. Let's break that down coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, whether it's these two, the superstars for the team coexisting. We're going to look at all of the players that are going to be on the roster on opening night. We're going to look at training camp. We're going to look at preseason. We're, of course, going to look at trades the team could make to improve as they try and build upon what was a really fun end to last season. Now things are looking bright for New Orleans with Zion on the extension here. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Pelicans, wherever you get your podcast, and we're here on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show, don't let them be not clued into what's going on with this really, really fun Pelicans team that should be good next season, of course. So, make sure you're subscribed. Tell a friend about the show, leave a five star review with a comment wherever you get your podcast. You can simply say, I love the show on on Apple, on Spotify, with five stars. It helps, it keeps the show free in five days a week for y'all. We're not asking you to pay for anything take the 30 seconds to leave a review. And of course, comment down below on YouTube. That's the number one thing you can do to support the show. Do you think, and I know this is a biased audience, do you think Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram can coexist? I say it's a big yes. You tell me down below in the comments on YouTube. And that's what we were talking about today. And we just went over what how, how BI is going to be better because of the addition of Zion back, right? Because yeah, they can play together. Well, what about the other way around, right? How does Zion get better with playing with Brandon Ingram? And this one I think is pretty simple. One, Zion's still going to be Zion, right? 70% at the rim two years ago in 61 games. Just historic numbers that only Hall of Famers have ever done before. He He's just good, you know? Like, dude just scores and has this touch and this offensive rebounding second jump that is just unnatural, it seems like. And it's such a special player when he's out there On the court to the point where, yeah, I understand why no one wanted to trade him for a guy like Kevin Durant. He's that good. He can be such a special player. You just pray, basically, that you get a guy with this much talent with the number one overall pick to kind of turn into what he's capable. You know, what we've seen the flashes from him. If he can just stay healthy and by all accounts, it sounds like he's fully healthy. So Brandon Ingram grew in two areas last season you know, more so than we've seen from him before. The first one was the passing. The assist numbers were up. You know, he played kind of point guard for the team. And he had done that for the Los Angeles Lakers at times. He's always been pretty good at being a little bit of a point forward and being able to create for others. But it really jumped up last season. 5.6 assists. That's a strong, strong number. Getting close to six per game, not being a full-time point guard, a la Chris Paul and some of those other guys. Or even Eric Bledsoe, right? We don't need to talk about him too much. This will open things up, though, more for Zion Williamson. You could see that Brandon Ingram was much more comfortable last year just running things like the pick-and-roll. He and Jackson Hayes were actually pretty good at that once they put Hayes kind of in those situations. Well, Zion is the ultimate finisher. Zion is kind of the ultimate pick-and-roll, short-roll big man. And now you're going to pair him with a guy who feels even more comfortable with that passing? That's going to have space to make these passes? Or can you imagine Brandon Ingram operating in the pick and roll with Zion? And what do teams do, right? You know, do you switch that? Do you drop on that? Do you fight over the screen? Because B.I. might be able to shoot from three if you give him enough space. You know, do you try and take away uh, Zion Williamson on the dive, on the roll to the rim? Do you commit three guys to all of that, four guys to trying to defend that. Brandon Ingram might not necessarily find Zion all the time, but when Zion is taking away two defenders and rolling to the rim and they need to commit a help defender just to that, well, the B.I. is going to be able to find the open man still on the perimeter, right? You're still going to be able to find open shooters. That eventually, when those shots fall, and hopefully New Orleans is a better three-point shooting team next year, because again, these are catch-and-shoot situations, eventually that will create it where Maybe they don't take away Zion on the dive, on the roll, and they let him go one on one with the guy. And if B.I. can get him the ball and he's improved on that side, it's game over. It's a bucket for New Orleans. That's why I really feel they have a big chance at being a top five offense because I think a lot of their issues, which were in the half court, one, will be minimized some by the new NBA rules on the take foul. And two, well, yeah, Zion's just going to make you a better half court team. And BI's passing, being able to accurately deliver dimes to shooters, is going to open him up even more. That's, I think, if anything, where you're going to find some space for Zion, is the passing of BI around the perimeter. And then the other thing he did last year was really improve on the defensive side of the ball. That was his best defensive season by far, just in terms of effort and kind of getting out there and in doing all of those things, right? Wanting to defend more. One of the big concerns has always been, can you, how good can your defense be with Zion and B.I. out there? And it's a valid question, I've thought. You know, Zion's still going to be a negative defensively for a while. Just because he hasn't been out there to play as much as you would like to really improve on that. And it's fine. He doesn't need to be amazing defensively. But B.I. is no longer that liability. I don't think he's a great defender, but is he average? Absolutely. That's enough. That improves that pairing on the defensive side. And if you can get a little more effort from Zion out there, which I have no doubt he's really going to commit himself to this season. Again, you know, everyone's like worried about this and there's no real reason to worry, particularly with some of the changes Brandon Ingram has made to his game and then committing on the defensive side of the ball. It it alleviates that a lot, I think. And it's going to mean these guys are going to be really good together. They have been really good together. And that's why the whole can BI and Zion coexist. Can they play together? Take is dumb is BS. Like I've been saying, and let's put it to bed, even though we'll probably have to do this again at some point because no, they definitely can play together. And let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. Do you think they can So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans live show tonight, 6 p.m. Central. If you can't watch it, join in live. Then it will be on YouTube tomorrow for y'all or like right after whenever you normally watch the show. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with y'all 6 p.m. Tonight.